0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. Bongani Bingwa. On 702. Your number one news and talk station. On 92.7 and
1: 106 FM.
2: It is eight minutes after five o'clock. If you're just joining us, a big conversation we've been having this afternoon is around the state of our education system, particularly when it comes to basic education. Quite often the focus, of course, is on higher or, in, or at least on institutions of higher learning. If you think of the discussion around free education, but new research suggests that 77% um, of uh, South African learners, in fact, I think the number is even higher. I'm looking at a different figure, uh, but new research is suggesting that South African grade four learners in particular are behind four out of five that's the figure four out of five grade 4 children cannot make sense of what they read you'll remember of course uh, just 2 years ago in the trends in international mathematics and science study we came 48th for grade 4 and grade uh, in, and grade 8 in maths and we were dead last for science so whether it's science numeracy literacy we are getting it wrong and getting it wrong dismally we're now joined on the line by the Demo- Democratic Alliance Shadow Minister for Basic Education, Ian Olis. Uh, good afternoon to you and your time.
0: Thank you for having me.
2: Do these results surprise you? I suspect not.
0: Looking at what's been happening in education in the last uh, five years, I'm not surprised that um, we're struggling in terms of literacy, but I am surprised at how bad it really is. I had expected that South Africa would have made some progress at least in the last five years, but the Pearl study, which was released this week, shows that we've made absolutely no progress in, since 2011. Between 2006 and 2011, we started to make some progress, but in the last five years since 2011, we've made absolutely no progress. And what's really, really worrying is that the boys in Um, primary school and in the early childhood development centers are really falling even further behind than the girls at school so young boys in primary school are really not coping with reading skills whatsoever
2: where did things go wrong how did we move from a situation where there was some progress to regressing as we seem to have
0: we, we haven't actually regressed. We've plateaued. So, in fact, the progress came from a very low base up to a certain point in 2011, and then we plateaued. So we've made absolutely no progress since 2011. And education is a very complicated space. When you change curriculum, there is an impact. When you change teachers, there's an impact. And when you don't deliver infrastructure, desks, chairs new schools connections to water and electricity there's an impact and clearly we're getting the whole package wrong which is why we as the da are calling for the minister to appoint a committee of experts education experts who can study the problem in some detail and come with specific practical recommendations that we can implement one of the problems obviously is that some of the early childhood development center teachers and facilitators themselves are struggling with their own literacy they are battling to read and because they're battling to read they can't transfer the skill onto the young children and when they get to primary school yeah. they are still struggling because they're not able to read and that's a major problem
2: and i've got to come to you and say as you know as far as task teams are concerned i mean we've had a number of studies and reports over the years i'm going back to now 10 years ago when vitz professor uh bram fleischer uh, you know came up with uh, an an, ex- an extensive report around the situation in our education system do we need yet another task team Do we need yet someone else to tell us what is wrong? The other thing, of course, is around um, uh, mother tongue instruction and mother tongue, uh, you know, uh, languages being used in schools. And even there, we're finding that learners are battling. And I really want to have a solutions-based conversation so we could, I suppose, go back and talk about how the various policies have, in a way, been a bit of a gamble with our learners. What would you as the Democratic Alliance do? If you were in power, if you are now the Minister of Basic Education, what solutions would you be putting on the table?
0: Well, look, I still think that we need to have an investigation by academic experts who understand education because it's a much more complicated space than the public realize. However, there are some practical things that can be done immediately. The first thing is we need to assess the reading ability and the ability to teach of the early childhood development centers and also the school teachers in grades one, two, three and four because that's where the problem is. And if the teachers can't read and write, they're not going to be able to teach the learners. We can deal with that problem by providing additional training or by employing new or additional teachers in that space to deal with the problem. How
2: do you deal uh, with the objection that you can't sift out teachers, most of whom come from a system that placed them at a disadvantage? So the passion, the commitment might be there, uh, but you're not necessarily going to be fair if you're going to try and get rid of them for something uh, that really wasn't uh, of their making.
0: Now, I didn't say that we had to get rid of them at all, but what I do think we need to do is provide additional training and education and the state can actually support those uh, teachers and educators in terms of providing the training, helping to co-fund the training so that it doesn't cost um, these teachers an arm and a leg to get the training that is missing and provide ongoing support.
2: How much are the unions an obstruction to that thinking? uh,
0: Look, I think that the, the unions are a problem not specifically preventing people from getting education, but they certainly um, are doing things which take teachers out of the classroom. I don't know whether you're aware, but 40% of school teachers in South Africa arrive late for class, and the first period of the day is usually a math lesson. So it's no surprise that, on the other hand, the math um, marks are failing because the teachers are not in their class at 8 o'clock or whatever the time is when the first lesson commences, and the first lesson is often math. So you need to get the teachers in the classrooms on time. 40% of absenteeism is because teachers go to union meetings or to funerals and memorial services. This kind of thing needs to be done outside of the, the morning school time. That can be done in the afternoons or on the weekends. You don't, you should not be interrupting classes. Teachers need to be in the classroom with the textbook, with the facilities, with the learners on time every day for you to be able to make progress. And and with a 40% um, um, regular absenteeism of teachers, that's a major problem. And it's also impacting literacy. Children are not learning because the teachers are not there or because they they haven't uh, received the proper training themselves. So there are some practical things that can be done immediately.
2: So task team, we need to upskill the teachers. We need to actually make sure that teaching takes place during school hours. Uh, Would those be your top three priorities uh, first up?
0: Those would be the first three that I would tackle.
2: All right. Ian Olus, the Democratic Alliance's Shadow Minister for Basic Education. We are, of course, uh, had on the line Dr. Mark Chetty, who's been listening in on that conversation uh, for his right of reply, and I suppose really uh, for his approach in terms of what the Department of Basic Education is looking at to deal with with these issues. Uh, Dr. Mark Chetty is the Acting Director of National Assessments at the Department of Basic Education. He'll be weighing in on the conversation in just moment we are taking your calls i want to hear from educators i want to hear from learners i want to hear from parents because often what is missed in this conversation is what happens in the home it's easy enough to blame the system but are enough parents taking responsibility for where their for where their children find themselves 702, 702, Bongani Bingwa, wrapping up your day. All right, I now welcome uh, the Acting Director of National Assessments at the Department of Basic Education, Dr. Mark Chetty. Good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Good afternoon, Bongani, and good afternoon to the listeners. I guess I want to get a sense of your response, not only to the results, but to a number of issues that have been raised. I think you listened in for a little bit. Um, I mean, this picture, as Ian Olus was saying, we knew it was bad, but gosh, this bad? Well, well
1: Manny, let me. Uh, I, I did listen to the comments offered by Mr. Olus, and I think it's appreciated. And indeed, we need a sector response uh to the to the study but let me just offer bongrani you know a few comments on on the conversation one let let me upfront say that as a department we acknowledge that the findings are lower than our expectations and we were a bit surprised i know uh mr olis also alluded that you know the extent of the results is what is really surprising and we are saying this because There are other studies that we have commissioned as a department to understand learning trajectories to understand how the system is doing. And you mentioned the TIMS and you mentioned the SACMIC, and I know you mentioned the low scores of the country, but what you didn't mention is that in both these studies, we were the country that showed the biggest improvement. So we need to focus on our own learning trajectory as a system.
2: But it's difficult to accept that, Dr. Chetty. I mean, if we are showing the biggest improvement and we're still dead last, I mean, that almost means nothing, does it? So
1: these Studies are saying that we're improving at a grade nine in maths and science. We're improving at a grade, a grade six level in language and maths. This study, in particular, focused on grade four, and this seems to be this is a critical transitional point in our system where learners are moving from foundational phase into an intermediate phase. And that switch from grade three to grade four cannot be underestimated. And we, as a system, we have to look at it and look at. What are the critical learning gaps that are occurring between this, this key transitional phase? Because the learners at this stage, contrary to the grade 6 and to the grade 9 learners, seems to be showing a little bit more strain than what's observed in other levels of the system.
2: But why is it that countries that are spending far less than we do seem to be faring better?
1: Well, that, that's, that's a debatable point, uh, most of the countries that we participate with are in similar country context to us, or even better, especially on tim's and pearls and many of the countries in similar context to us simply don 't participate but well, I mean, this is an important point only fifty one countries participated in the pearls, so there 's about one hundred and ninety countries worldwide, and some countries deliberately do not choose to participate for various reasons but as a system we are saying we committed to finding you know what what is really going on at critical levels of the system so we committed to these international studies they offer us an independent and international benchmark measure of how our learners are doing so we 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 focusing on finding where critically learners are struggling with and this is a very valuable study Because now it's pointing to to where learners are having problems in reading passages in both you know at a home language level and in languages that are not
2: their first language what about some basic things like you heard from Ian Oles the idea that teaching time doesn't always mean that there's a, an educator in front of learners but some sometimes and quite often in fact uh, you know it, it's been revealed that teachers are often about doing union business or some other priority versus standing in front of learners and actually teaching well what's the-
1: Study does show is that South African teachers are spending quite a bit of time on instruction so it's it's actually above the international norm now so you're satisfied
2: with the amount of time being spent by teachers in the classrooms
1: the study shows that we, that they are spending sufficient time but what we're not actually have data on, is what are they spending time on. So that's that's a deeper level of Which analysis. Which
2: is why I'm asking you specifically the question, based on the reports we've been getting, that quite often teachers are not teaching in front of learners. I'm asking you, are you as a department satisfied with the amount of time teachers are spending in front of learners? Well,
1: it, it's a complicated space. And we have to look at, you know, the teachers, the skills that they have to deliver the curriculum. We have to look at the curriculum in terms of this this new research. You know, whether the curriculum is affording teachers the time and the space to sufficiently enhance the reading skills of our learners. So it would be inaccurate to just point the blame to teachers alone. We've got to look at it as as a as a as a sector response, as a societal response, the study very clearly shows that the home environment is a very critical part of the study and and the data shows that parents who spend time with their children reading and enjoying the stories, those learners score much higher. And if we isolate those, those sections of the study and those populations where there's good access to resources, the home environment supports reading and enjoyment. Okay. These learners, you know, are showing much better results than what is being
2: reported. All right, Doctor Mark Chetty on the line there from Pretoria. I mean, I suppose that is an obvious point, um, and it's a very simple thing. If there are continued reports that teachers are not spending enough time in front of learners in the classroom, that's a very, very easy thing to identify and to deal with immediately. I asked a very direct question two times: Are you satisfied with the amount of time? Teachers are spending in front of learners. Didn't get an answer. You make up your own mind.